Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Character. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we come today so thankful, ready to receive from your precious word, Father. We know that your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path, Father. We come today ready to receive, and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about this topic, character. Abraham Lincoln once said that character is like a tree and reputation like its shadow. The shadow is what we think of it. The tree is the real thing. God is very concerned with our character. For example, who are we when no one else is around? Do we still have godly character then too? Or do we act differently when other people are around us, good or bad? If we don't have good character, we cannot be effective in our witnessing to others about the saving power of Jesus. Character is closely tied to trust. If we have good character, people will trust us. If we don't have good character, then people will have a very hard time trusting us. The greatest example is our great Father in heaven. We can trust Him because of His character. He never lies. He can't lie. What He says is truth. We can trust His plan of salvation through Jesus Christ, His only Son, because God cannot lie. Let's talk today about character and start in Proverbs 22.1 in the Amplified Bible. On life and conduct, verse 1, a good name earned by honorable behavior, godly wisdom, moral courage, and personal integrity is more desirable than great riches, and favor is better than silver and gold. Folks, we should all want to have a good reputation. And we want to keep that reputation. But we have to be watchful how we build our reputation. And do we place too much value on our reputation that we will compromise our character? Because we want so badly to maintain that reputation. We have to care more about our character than our reputation. Now, 1 Samuel 16, verses 5 through 13 in the Amplified Bible. Verse 5, and he said, In peace I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Consecrate yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. He also consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. Six, so it happened. When they had come, he looked at Eliab, the eldest son, and thought, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. My friends, It's so easy in the natural to look at the physical properties of a person, if you will, how big they are, how strong they are, how beautiful they are, and so on. But God looks at something else. Verse 7, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or at the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. For man looks at the outer appearance but the Lord looks at the heart. My friends, there you have it. God is not looking at appearance. He's looking at the heart of a man or woman. Eight, then Jesse called Abinadab and had him pass before Samuel. 
But Samuel said, The Lord has not chosen this one either. Nine next Jesse had Shammah pass by, and Samuel said, The Lord has not chosen him either. Ten, Jesse had seven of his sons pass before Samuel, but Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen any of these. Eleven, then Samuel said to Jesse, Are all your sons here? Jesse replied, There is still one left, the youngest. He is tending the sheep. Samuel said to Jesse, Send word to bring him, because we will not sit down to eat the sacrificial meal until he comes here. Twelve, so Jesse sent word and brought him in. Now he had a ruddy complexion with beautiful eyes and a handsome appearance. And the Lord said to Samuel, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. Folks, notice in this case, God's chosen one did have beautiful eyes and a handsome appearance. So just because someone is handsome in appearance does not mean he doesn't have the heart. But God is simply looking for the heart of a person. 13, then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed David in the presence of his brothers, and the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon David from that day forward, and Samuel arose and went to Shammah. My friends, again, notice that the Lord chose David because of his heart. Now let's go to Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 5 in the Amplified Bible. Therefore, since we have been justified, that is, acquitted of sin, declared blameless before God by faith, let us grasp the fact that we have peace with God and the joy of reconciliation with Him through our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed. My friends, one way to know if we have character is to know who our God is and where our peace comes from. Verse 2, Through Him we also have access by faith into this remarkable state of grace in which we firmly and safely and securely stand Let us rejoice in our hope and the confident assurance of experiencing and enjoying the glory of our great God, the manifestation of His excellence and power. Now verse 3, And not only this, but with joy, let us exult in our sufferings and rejoice in our hardships, knowing that hardship, distress, pressure, trouble produces patient endurance. Folks, It's not the sufferings that many people think in sickness and disease and so on. No, it's the sufferings of our flesh, putting our flesh down, putting up with the devil's people and the comments and the rejections that we have there. But through all this, it produces patient endurance. Verse 4, an endurance, proven character, spiritual maturity, and proven character, hope, and confident assurance of eternal salvation. My friends, We have so much to look forward to. If we live in character for God and serve Him, we have eternal salvation to look forward to. Five, such hope in God's promises never disappoints us because God's love has been abundantly poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Folks, it's in our heart. God put His love in our hearts And that is where our character is driven from. It's from a godly heart. And we put our flesh down and choose to walk in the character that God put in us, his nature. Now, 2 Peter 1, verses 5 through 8 in the Amplified Bible. 
For this very reason, applying your diligence to the divine promises, make every effort in exercising your faith to developing moral excellence and in moral excellence, knowledge, insight, understanding. Six, in your knowledge, self-control, and in your self-control, steadfastness, and in your steadfastness, godliness. Seven, and in your godliness, brotherly affection, in your brotherly affection, develop Christian love, that is, learn to unselfishly seek the best for others and to do things for their benefit. My friends, that's one way we know if our character is developing. Are we looking to unselfishly seek the best for others? Eight, for as these qualities are yours and are increasing in you as you grow towards spiritual maturity, they will keep you from being useless and unproductive in regard to the true knowledge and greater understanding of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now let's go to Proverbs 4.23 in the Amplified. Watch over your heart with all diligence, for from it flow the springs of life. Folks, it's from our heart. That's where our character comes from. And if we yield to the Lord, if we're born again, that character of God will come out of us as he created us in his very image. Now closing today, Proverbs 15.3 in the Amplified. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, watching the evil and the good in all their endeavors. Folks, God watches us. All the evil we do and all the good we do, and he's looking for people of character so he can work with us effectively to get this gospel out to this world in the end of the end times that we're in. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you put godly character in us when we got born again. We choose to let it come out of our lives, to put our flesh down, Father, to walk with you, to serve you, Father. And thank you that you help us. Thank you for your mercy when we miss you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.